0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Not About Chris podcast slash blurb slash mashup of things that I want to discuss. Today we're recording episode 31 and honestly, what a great time to be alive. Despite everything that's going on around us, despite government overreach and despite unpleasant uh, circumstances, despite the divide in our country, Um, there is light at the end of this tunnel, you know, unfortunately I've been spending a lot of time on social media lately, maybe because I'm a little bored, but maybe also because I'm, I'm very passionate about what's going on around us. Um, I realize I have come to realize that a lot of people are waking up, you know, they're waking up from their long, deep slumber, you know, and I'm kind of jealous. I wish I was sleeping that long and I wish I was like, so chill all the time. But they're waking up. They're realizing that they've had enough of the bullshit, and they're standing their ground. And I love it. I love it. An example of this awokeness uh, is the premier of Saskatchewan, who recently said, "It's an enough is enough." You know, my province by the end of the month uh, is going to be COVID mandate free. You know, he's removing all those uh, restrictions from his uh, province. And honestly big shout out to him. This guy has the balls of a fucking bull because he's the first premier to do it in Canada and I really hope he inspires other premiers to follow suit. And he he posted on Twitter. He posted a big video a very eloquent explanation of why he's taking this decision. He explains the status of his people, the stance of his people and how they were compliant for 2 years. But he realizes that the idea of a 0% COVID or a 100% vaccinated population is silly. Any smart person would agree. And that it is time to go back to normal and to let his people live and, and get their economy back on track and yada, yada, yada. He explains this so well. And I love it. And, um... Obviously, his message was very well received by most, but there is a few (coughs) people that do not like this because that's how it is. Like, there's always going to be two train of thoughts, no matter what. There's always going to be people that agree and disagree. And I guess that is the hardest part about being in politics, right? You'll never be able to satisfy 100% of the population, unless you're really fucking special, but that rarely exists. So, obviously uh his um his message of or his decision of removing those restrictions made some people unhappy you know the people who love those restrictions so much the people that love to go to the to the to the store and show a passport because they feel special you know they dislike that you know people that love wearing masks in their car alone they really dislike that. They're like, no fucking way. I'm going to have to show my face. I'm going to have to smile. I'm going to have to socialize. But no, no, guys, don't worry. You don't have to. That's the beauty of Canada. That's the beauty of a free country. It's that even when everything goes back to normal, when all those restrictions are lifted, when people wake up and decide they need to live with this and it's not going anywhere, even when all this happens, you can stay and and still live in the restricted life no problem it's a free country you can do it you can choose to keep wearing your mask everywhere you go you can choose to show your passport your vaccine passport you don't even have to delete it bro i'll let you keep it i'll let you keep it everybody's gonna let you keep it and you can show it off to everybody when you go to the grocery store when you go to pay at the cash just show it just for fun feel special Feel special, show it. When you go to travel, show it to the fucking flight attendant. Just show it. Say, I'm a law abiding citizen. You see, I'm special. You can keep doing that. It's a free country. Nobody's gonna tell you no. So I'm happy for you. I'm happy. You can keep doing that. Don't worry, but but it's good to see that people are waking up and they're taking those new measures, they're lifting those measures, I'm sorry. And it's just it's 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 great. It's great. In other news, uh, I've been a real keyboard warrior lately. I've been kind of seeking out ignorant folk on the internet and trying to regulate them. I think that's my biggest flaw. I try to regulate everyone. Uh, Even though sometimes I need regulation myself. But anyhow, that's another audio probably. But um, um, yeah, so like I've uh, argued with a lot of people and among them, there are very educated people, you know? And I want to I say this on the record. Education does not, mean, does not mean wisdom. And when I say education, I mean years in school, like doctors, lawyers, engineers, CPAs, uh, and anything in between. It doesn't mean you're smarter than others, okay? And this is coming from a guy that's done five years of university, okay? I have a master's. So, but I, I acknowledge the fact that some high school dropouts, some university dropouts, are actually smarter than the people who go all the way. You know, we have to know this, and the reason why I say this is because among the many arguments I've had in the past few days, there was one girl, a lawyer, who is also a f- feminist, and I'll I'll mention why this is in important detail in a bit, but. She was hating on the convoy and everything they were standing for because she saw a few swastikas, the Nazi symbol, being used at the protest. And as soon as she saw the swastika signs, she's like, everything these guys are there for is irrelevant. There's a swastika sign. Everything they say doesn't matter anymore. That means they're all affiliated. They're all fucking white supremacists. They they aren't worth shit. You know, I mean, okay, fine. You want to... Generalize what you saw from one person, two pers, two people to a whole uh, group. Okay, I mean, I'm sorry, your your IQ doesn't allow you to to see the bigger picture, but it's fine, you know. And I told her, "Excuse me, miss. I mean, I, I get it. I get what you're saying." And I told her, out of thousands of people, there ought to be some some bad. People, you know, there was probably a rapist in that group. There was probably a serial killer in the fifty thousand people that were there. There's probably a pedophile. There's probably um, I don't know some person that jerks off while their neighbors walk in through the door. You know, there's all kinds of people. But do you ju- do you like judge uh, all the people that are there, the families, the kids, the the young people, the old people, because of a, of the characteristics of a few? No, I don't think so. And also, about the swastika signs, a lot of people were using them as a means of comparison and not as a way to promote sw- uh, the Nazi regime. No fucking way. The, anybody who promotes the, swast- the Nazi regime is, a, is really it's crazy. Some people, But people were just using that sign to compare it to, to th- the current vaccine mandates. And obviously, I expect a lot of people to say, Chris, you don't make fucking sense how could you compare this to that you know and that's exactly what the girl did the lawyer okay she's like um, she's like how can you compare 6 million people dead jews to what's happening right now those vaccine mandates and and she couldn't do it she couldn't oh, she's a lawyer and she couldn't draw the fucking comparison but it didn't happen overnight 6 million jews didn't happen overnight you know they those jews they got their rights and freedoms stripped away ever sl- ever so slowly, you know. You're not allowed to go here. You're not allowed to go there. You know, ever so slowly. And then next thing you know, oh, you have to wear something on your jacket, a, a yellow star. Just so we know where you are, what you're all about, what you're up to, you know. Nah, there's nothing to it. And next thing you know, they're walking into fucking ovens, okay. I'm not saying this is a genocide, imminent genocide. I'm not saying we're the next Nazi regime. I'm just saying we need to be careful where we tread and we need to really really like not take for granted our rights and freedoms that's all i'm saying so um so yeah that's what that was her her standpoint that's what she was trying to argue with me about she, tell, she told me i don't make sense for making these comparisons or for anyone making these comparisons and the reason why i mentioned she's a feminist uh like an outspoken feminist she every, every time she has an a a chance she's gonna tell everyone the world she's a feminist i could have ended her whole career you know clearly she's against the idea of this protest and this whole protest is about freedom of choice medical or non-medical you know but clearly she doesn't support that and i could have just told her you know next time you get pregnant accidentally and you go to the clinic for an abortion let me know how what you think when the when the When the clinic or the government, the doctors, no matter who it is, tell you, you know what? Um, You look like a person who can raise a kid and we don't want you to be taking a bed and you don't want a nurse and a doctor to spend some time and allocate resources for your abortion. You know, someone with COVID could use it more importantly, uh, more like urgently, you know? So just go back home, give birth, raise that kid. Uh, You look like uh, you could do it, you know? That's what uh, she's going against, you know? She's going against the, the, that choice, you know? And it's a little bit intense, but some people need the, those types of example to understand. Another one, say you have a loved one who is in a coma, okay? Who decides when to pull the plug? Is it you, the the person who cares for them and who knows them, who knows they can fight through it, who who, who knows they can wake up after two, three months? Or are you someone, or is it, or you're willing to give that choice to a government 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 could be like mm, mr Jones um your husband or wife is in a coma for the past three weeks she's taking a lot of nurses time and she's taking a bed more importantly a bed wow super like and you know some people are coughing outside you know they're waiting for that bed uh, they have covid um we're gonna have to pull the plug on your on uh, mrs jones or mr jones the other person who's in a coma and uh, i'm sorry you're just gonna have to back, go back home and it doesn't matter how much like you're if you're willing to pay to keep them on uh, to keep them there and to fight for them no because it's not your decision anymore it's the government's so this is how i'm gonna end this very intense examples but like I said, there's a lot of people who don't understand unless you use very graphic, very intense, very emotional examples because they take our freedom for granted and it's very sad. So yeah, that's it. That's all. Uh, another long fucking audio. I'm sorry. I promise I'll get back to normal when everything gets back to normal. I'll go back to my ten five five to 10 minute audios, uh, that have goofiness all over, but, uh, We're almost there. We're almost there. Anyways, I'll catch you later. Take it easy. Peace.